Welcome to the Growth Exponential Podcast. Today, we're joined by Taiji Charity, who's the Executive Director of Kids in the Spotlight, whose mission is to help foster youth heal and grow from trauma through the power of storytelling and filmmaking. Taiji, welcome. Thank you. Glad to be a part of the show. Could you give us just a high level um, of, of what your organization is and does? Yeah, absolutely. So Kids in the Spotlight basically is an organization, as you've already shared in the mission, um, that provides a platform and a positive outlet for kids in foster care to heal and overcome trauma through the power of storytelling and filmmaking. So our kids write, cast, and star in their own short films. And it culminates in an annual um, Kids Awards event where we screen their films uh, with Hollywood celebrities and industry professionals and present them with awards for best film, best actor, best story. Um, pretty much our version of the um, Academy Awards or Golden Globe for, for kids in foster care. So like, what mm -hmm. was it that was the inspiration from maybe even your earliest days that what is your journey? You know, it's so interesting because I was, you know, I was fortunate to be raised in a home with a mother and a father, um, but just kind of grew up one of those kids who always had a heart for the underdog. I was the girl who would speak up for somebody who I felt was being treated, uh, mistreated. Uh, and I was just, you know, that girl, but also that girl who just really didn't know what I wanted to do in life uh, myself. So I ended up getting an undergraduate degree in accounting because I took an accounting class in high school and it was like the easiest A that I had ever gotten. And I wasn't the biggest fan of school. So I'm like, oh, heck, I can get a career in this and make some money. Count me in. So, you know, I knew college was an option. It had to be for me because I would have been the first person in my family on both sides to actually graduate college. So I was like, this is my personal um, challenge for myself. So I ended up going to school, getting a degree in accounting and hated it throughout the process and graduated and was like, what I'm going to do. I don't like accounting. Ended up working in insurance um, as a, as a claim specialist for many years, actually about 16, 17 years. And, um, met my husband, who's an actor, and was just introduced to a whole new world of the arts. Got, you know, I got a chance to go to Broadway productions. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like, I'm, I was just infused with the arts. But I didn't know that there were so many levels to the arts and that people actually earn a living doing this stuff. So, you know, just in, in this whole relationship with my husband, I had an opportunity to accompany him at an all-girls group home, a foster care facility, where he was teaching an acting class with a theater group that he was a part of. And when I accompanied him on this visit and had a chance to be introduced to kids in foster care and to see that world up close and personal, that whole um eagerness to help the underdog just kind of rose up on the inside of me and was just like, these kids need to be given a fair chance. Like, what can I do to give back? And there was a couple of things that happened during that visit that really kind of sparked something on the inside of me to want to give back and to make a difference. But I just didn't know what that something was. Um, 
I thought about, you know, the, the mentor uh, or the, the volunteer coordinator at the time at that particular agency it suggested maybe um, maybe being a mentor. And I was like, no, because I, I'm feeling sorry for the kids. And that's not what they need. They don't need sympathy. Um, empathy is great, but sympathy is not what they need. So I did absolutely nothing. And at the same time, um, I was attending a church and my pastor was going through a series called purpose, understanding God's dream for your life. And I'm like, well, <laughs> what does that mean? I really don't want to participate in this because, <laughs> you know, I got a degree in accounting, which I hate. I'm working as an insurance um, specialist, which I hate. Um, this purpose thing was just not something I was interested in participating in. But just one night I had my own encounter with God about this whole question of what on earth am I here for? Why was I created? What is my purpose? Since this is the hot topic, I need you to talk and tell me what exactly am I supposed to be doing? And I remembered the encounter I had with those girls in that group home a few years prior. And it was simply the response that I believe from God was simply give them something you love. You love the arts. Um, those girls were sort of acting out. You wanted to give them, you know, they wanted to be in the spotlight, create a platform, um, for them to, to tell their stories and, um, and, and, create these amazing films based on whatever it is they want to share and then celebrate them in a huge way by creating this awards event where you can screen the films. It, it just kind of all began to unfold that particular night that I had my own encounter with God. And here we are 10 years later. So 10 years young. What, yes. and, <laughs> and what has that, what did that process look like as far as from from just like it becoming an idea to like what is what is that organizational story because 10 years in and well, you're up and rolling yeah well that night after i had what i call um a temper tantrum with god and wanted to find out what my purpose was when i got the vision of creating this platform for kids in foster care to you know tell their own stories their way um, I jumped out of bed and I started writing the vision down. The very next day, I went to an organization called We the People. And this is an organization of paralegals that do some legal work um, that don't really necessarily require an accountant, I mean, uh, uh, an attorney. So um, I ended up getting the business incorporated through We the People. And then I started inquiring about, um, you know, I wanted it to be a nonprofit because I wanted the community to be able to invest in the lives of foster kids because I really do believe it takes a village. So I wanted to make it a nonprofit organization. And, you know, they shared with me about needing to have um, a, a nonprofit status, a 501c3 nonprofit status. So I ended up completing that application myself, submitting it and, and got approved through the IRS to be a nonprofit did a fundraiser at a, at a comedy club, a clean night of comedy where I got the initial funds because I didn't have any money. I did So we did a, a, a night um, of entertainment, clean comedy and raids and raised some seed money to get started. And at that particular comedy club that night um, was a um, middle school teacher. She was teaching at a school in Compton. And she said, I'd love to introduce you to our principal because this sounds like a program that our school would love to support. And I said, absolutely. So she made that introduction and we launched our very first program at Henry Clay Middle School 
in in Compton, California, and we've been running ever since. That's beautiful. And and with how many how many lives have have y'all impacted so far? Oh my God! It has been at least um, I mean throughout the ten years over five hundred. Over because wow. we've we've produced over seventy five short films that have been created by the youth because they write in teams so it's not each individual person writing their own films they are collaborating with a group of peers and they are coming up with these amazing stories they're combining their journeys and just creating something absolutely um, beautiful in the process so they're developing their social skills they're developing their academic skills skills, they're developing their confidence skills, they're developing their networking skills. Absolutely. So many important skills. Can you tell me a specific story uh, of, let's say a success story of one of your participants or community members and, and, and what that looked like? Absolutely. Well, I, you know what I usually, I usually go to one of my, one of my favorites is a young man by the name of um, Davion. He started with us when he was about, I think it was 14, 15 years old. And he, he knew that he loved writing, but when he started the program, it was our first year. And um, his friends, some of his friends, his peers at the group home told him the program sound corny. And so he decided, I don't know if I want to do it. And I, you know, I told a social worker, just give me five minutes to talk with him. And I simply asked him, are you going to allow your friends to dictate what you do for the rest of your life? Or are you going to start making some decisions for yourself? You love to write. Give us an opportunity to allow you to write whatever story you want and produce it. And we promise you that we're going to celebrate you and we're going to introduce you to some industry people and blah, 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 blah. We went on and on and on. And he did. He wrote an amazing story called The Lonely Ones. And Bill Duke, um, who's a director, producer, um, ended up presenting Davion with an award at the award celebration. He gave him the Team Spirit Award. But now fast forward 10 years later, Davion is a big time music director. I don't know if you've heard of the group, the uh, Fallout Boy. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he di- he directed their their latest video called Church, um, and Ooh. he's been redesigning logos for BET and Kids in the Spotlight. And he's just a graphic person. He got his degree, um, his undergraduate in. Um, in um, a bachelor's of arts, a BA um, degree. And he's just been doing some amazing things and he's just one, but that's one of our, you can only imagine as, as, um, as someone who watched him develop over the years, when I got invited to the set of, of church, um, when he was directing that video and they were like, who is that lady? And I was like, he's like, Oh, that's like one of my moms. I was a proud mommy walking all over set like that's my uh-huh. baby <laughs> oh my god i love so, that we yes. it's it's so reaffirming because every day as executive directors and founders like we're we're hitting the ground and making sure everything comes together and having those yes. success stories and you have you have so many of them i know that's yeah that's really powerful um we love it you're doing so much good work for so many young adults and for society as a whole. 
What are ways that our listeners can be helpful for you or what is the type of help that y'all need? Absolutely. Well, you know, being filmmakers, funding is is one of the, you know, with, with all nonprofits, that's always the number one way to help out. We were featured on the Jim Jeffries show um, that aired on Viacom, I'm sorry, Comedy Central uh, in May. And after we were featured on that show, our monthly contributors increased and we realized just how impactful that is to have supporters who support us on a monthly basis. So that's definitely one way. Um, because we're filmmakers, we always pulling, you know, different people that have specialties in the film industry who'd like to volunteer with us. Uh, that's another way to help. And we also have um, some administrative support. We are always looking to see how we can best market the organization, how we can best um, um create con- the, the promotional material that we need. So internal things that, um, that people have skill sets in, we could definitely use help in that capacity. We're launching our social entrepreneur, um, um, social enterprise aspect of the organization where we are creating a production studio so that um, with, with standing sets that the industry can rent space from us and those funds go back into the nonprofit, but it also gives them an opportunity to pay it forward by hiring at least two of our youth to work on their sets. So we're looking for, you know, we're looking for property or warehouses that have a big, you know, space where we can set up um, these sets. Um, the list goes on and on. I can just, I can spend the next 30 minutes talking about <laughs> ways that the community can, can help out. But those are just a few, a few ways. Oh, that's fantastic. And, and do, is it, did I, did I hear that you have a dinner coming up? Or something like that. We, as do, well? we have we have our award celebration. This is um, this is our version of again the Academy Awards or the Golden Globes, where we screen all the films that were produced this year, and we present our kids with awards for best actor, best screenplay, best film, um, best ensemble cast. So that's on November second at Paramount Studios. Information about our event is on the Kids in the Spotlight website which is um, kidsinthespotlight.org. Um, we do have a shorter version of the website, which is k-i-t-s-i-n-c.org, kidsinc.org. And you can also find us on social media. We are Kids in the Spotlight on Instagram, Kids in the Spotlight on Facebook, and on Twitter, we are Kids in Spotlight. Gosh, it sounds like you got all those channels covered. And thank you for, for laying them all out, people. We definitely yes. know where to find you now. <laughs> thank you. Good. We definitely want to be found. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. And thank you again for all of the, the work that you do and what you've created. It brings so much light into the world. And I thank wish you. you tremendous success in all of your worthy endeavors. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity to share our story and our journeys. You've been listening to the Growth Exponential Podcast. If you know a nonprofit professional that I should interview, email me at bradley at growthexponential.org.